Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630 The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're doing a show called Being Still in a Busy World. Man, the school year is always busy with school projects and kids' activities. But you throw in the Christmas season... Bum, bum, bum. Everything is heightened, right? It is. <laughs> Tis the season for drive through nativities, cookie making, gift buying, wrapping, decorating, getting that just right family photo. Matching pajamas. Putting reindeer food on the lawn. <laughs> Visiting Santa. Special Christmas programs. It's all the stuff. All the I'm things. I'm like pinning all the things like a crazy person oh, I in the back room. I see you on Facebook. Do you see me? Being interested in all the events. All the events. I'm like, and ooh, I'm like, ooh, ooh, she ooh. just said she was interested in in five events on the same day. <laughs> what is she doing? I'm <laughs> That's going to all of them in our matching PJs. I'm, I'm getting exhausted just talking about it right now. How do we keep our insanity? Our insanity? Our insanity. We've got our insanity. It's the sanity we're How do we for. keep our sanity in the midst of it all? Yeah. Well, you know what's really funny about this is everybody can relate. And when we go back to the word, God always knows what we need to hear. Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am Lord. And that's opposite of the busy world that we live in. It is. It's the opposite. I mean, every time of year is crazy, really, when you have kids. There's really no downtime. I remember thinking back to summer break, and I was like, oh, we're finally going to get to rest. And it was crazier than ever. Yeah. We were going everywhere. Well, we set ourselves up because we're like, well, when we get here, we're going to do And it's never. I saw a funny meme the other day, and it basically was like being an adult says um, when we get to the next season, it'll be be quieter and calmer. Mm -hmm. And then... It never happens, and then you just die. Like that, <laughs> that, that's what an adult is. I'm, I'm like totally messing it up, but no, it was basically that's what it was gist. saying. And I was like, that is so true. It's so true. <laughs> we always think. So what we want to do with this show is really give you some tips because the Christmas season is beautiful and such a sacred season, and we want you to be able to cherish it with your family a little bit. And so we just thought we would give you some things that have been on our heart, things that we've learned, mm-hmm. things that we're continuing to learn. Well, um, things you can take into every season. And one of the things that I want to talk about first are traditions. Oh, yes. I love traditions. I know you My do. My kids love traditions. I know you do. <laughs> So Kim and I and our families, we have this tradition. And Kim found it. Kim found the place. Their family went first. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) Is that how I sound? Yes. (laughs) You have to come do this with our family. So we started this tradition several years ago, many years ago. And describe it to him. It's going. Okay. It's like a, it's like going back in time well, to this. It's it's like an hour from our house. So that's a whole thing. Yeah. You know, we all pile up in the car, and because I feel the need to be, you know, Pinteresty, I make hot cocoa or like, apple cider. She literally brings like the pump, the pump, the push pump, and the cups, hot chocolate, and the whole thing, all the blankets and the matching hats, pajamas, all of it. We need it all. My family and I just show up, and we're like, oh hi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're here. <laughs> So we pile up in the car, but it's a it's far away, so we have to plan for eating. And so we meet at this place, which is fun. 
We Say found the restaurant. Fun. You found the we restaurant. We found the restaurant. You found the place. The yes. restaurant has really good pancakes and pie. And Which I know that hilarious. sounds weird. We eat pancakes and pie. We do. There's and then we get pie to go. We and bring then our like, pants don't fit. We bring like little containers so we can bring pie bring home. pie with us. Yes. It's okay. a whole thing. It's, yeah. So whole we day. go and we eat that. It's a whole day. You know, we eat the pie. We eat the pancakes. Then we go and we stand in line for hours. Hours. Not hour, folks. Hours. In the freezing cold. All weaved around on these sidewalks in this town. And when we finally get up to the thing, it's a live Bethlehem. And the first two years, it was amazing. There's, there's like, it's like camels. Camels. People dressed in the, ta- the time. Like, they've created a village. Good actors. Candle making. Candle Bread making. Baking. They have campfires everywhere. Chickens. Chickens. It's real. It, it stinks. It really does feel like you're going back in time. You kind it's of are amazing. transformed. My kids loved it. Your kids loved it. You know, the first year we were all like, this is the best thing we've ever done. Yes. We had a great time. Yeah, second year we're like, this is great. Third or fourth year, like last year. We're like, okay, we've been through it. It's the same thing. It's wonderful. Were crying. Why are we? Everybody last was year tired. was the worst. It was worse. The I mean, longest You line. had a kid like hacking up a lung. Like, like dying. I thought, yes. Yes. And we're like, soak it up. Like, yes. We are in line. We are in line. We're doing this. We've waited we'll two go to hours the ER now. afterwards. Yeah, it was like 30 degrees, which never happens in born. Texas. Right. It was bad. It was bad. And I remember we finally got there. Mm-hmm. And our kids didn't even want to go through it. They're like, we've been, we know all the scenes. Like they knew the people. Like, like, hey, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your camel? And we were, it was in that moment, like we all looked at each other and we're like, no, we're not, no, no, we didn't. Oh, you're you, right. It you wasn't and, us. You and I were like, we were isn't like, this beautiful? Let's take some pictures. Yes, we were still Let's in it. The pictures. And the husbands are standing by a building with their, uh, with their hands in their pocket. Uh, and I'll never forget it. We walk up to them and my husband goes, what are we doing? The, the kids don't even want to be here. Yeah. They, they don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah. And, you know, we share that because it was a great tradition, and it was wonderful, and it took us back in time and reminded us of what Jesus, you know, where he lived. yeah, where he lived and what his life looked like when he was born and, like, all of the stuff. And it was beautiful. But sometimes <laughs> we push through the traditions, mm-hmm. and they have no meaning anymore. We're going through the motions. Yes. What are we doing? You got to shift sometimes and let go. I had a conversation with my kids in the car Mm -hmm. this morning Mm -hmm. on the way here. Mm -hmm. Told them about this show. And I was like, I'm thinking about all the traditions we do at Christmas. One of the things we've done since they were babies every year, they bake a birthday cake for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we sing to him. Mm -hmm. And they decorate it. And it's all the things. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever eats it because we have so many cookies. (laughs) Right? Nobody wants cake. But we do it every year. It's been the greatest tradition. And mm-hmm. if your kids are little, I say do it because then it reminds them, oh, they're going to a birthday party. Like somebody was born today, mm-hmm. right? The savior of the world was born today. And it's been great. But this morning I was like, do y'all want to do that anymore? Like, you know, he was a baby. You get the story. <laughs> and my oldest was like, please, we're done. We're done with it. <laughs> But every year for the last couple of years, I've pushed through it because it's what we've always done. It's what we've always and, done. And that's she, our dangerous word. She literally said to me, she was like, we're wasting food when there's people starving. Yeah. And I was like, you've been talking to Miss Kim. Yes. <laughs> Miss Kim can't throw leftovers I away. Never. Like, I will it's something it that I'm you should, sick. Yes. So anyway, we just say this. We're not saying all traditions are bad. And I love family traditions. Like, we always read the Christmas story. My kids always read it by the fire on Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's 
one we're we going to continue. Yes. And we said we were going to continue it because yes. it, it makes us all realize what the real reason is that we're doing all this. I think it's the, one of the easiest things that we can do. One of the easiest. And this is what happened when we went to Bethlehem is just observe the signs. Yes. So we don't have to make a big deal out of it and be like, you guys hate this and it's amazing and we're just not going to do it anymore. Like, just let it go and observe the signs. I find all throughout the year with traditions, when my kids are fighting me on it, when there's tears, when my husband does the folding of the arms and is going along but is absolutely quiet, it's time to reassess. Yeah. It's time to pull everybody together and be like, dudes, this is fun for mom. Or I thought this was fun for you, but maybe this isn't one we want to continue. And they will tell you. I promise. Just like the cake. Yeah. They will let you know. And it's okay to not only let it go, but look at something new that maybe is more age appropriate or something that your family is really interested or, in. Or, I, I mean, I, I got to speak to the moms here because I'm guilty of it. And Me I know too. I know we're the, we're the pushers of the tradition mostly. Yeah. Ask them what they want to do. Yeah. Ask your husband and kids, do you want to replace this tradition? Mm-hmm. They may say, let's just crawl up and watch a movie. We need some downtime. We're tired of going. Yeah. Be okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and just so kind of just ask yourself with your tra- with your traditions, does it still serve a significant purpose? Mm-hmm. Are we still in this? Does mm-hmm. it still mean something? Or are we going through the motions? Yeah. And I know it's hard, moms. I'm speaking from my own heart. Especially if you start something when your kids are little and it's sentimental to you. It's hard. Okay, to but don't cry. I'm like on Christmas Day when they don't make the exactly. cake. I'm not going to cry for an hour and tell them I'm so sad they didn't want to make it. Please do not throw the guilt, the guilt trip. trip. That is a no-no. That's Don't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. You can text your friends and say how sad you are. My but... kids are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, FOMO, we hear a lot about this. It's the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows what that means today. Yes. Um, we, we've seen it a lot in the past couple years. But it really is heightened, I think, this time of year. Absolutely. Because like me, I'm seeing you like all the Facebook events. See? And I'm over here thinking, should I be doing more with my kids? Yes. Like, why is she so busy with them? Why do they have something planned out every hour of every Every day, yeah. Like I should be taking my kids to all the programs, and we could be, we should be Christmas caroling, mm-hmm. and we should be going to the nursing home, mm-hmm. and we should all the things, knitting socks. <laughs> yes, all of them. You know what's funny about that is that's that FOMO feeling, that fear of missing out, can create turmoil in your home. Yeah, because like you said, we should be doing all the things instead of saying what is right for my family. Well, and I hate to say it, but sometimes even Satan will be like, well, what's wrong with our family? We don't like to go as much as they like to go. We just like to sit here and watch movies. Is that weird? And here's the funny thing about that. Just be. Do you know why I click all of those events that I'm interested in? Because I have no brain cells because I have children. I will not remember to look up an event or a Christmas lighting or whatever. So I click all of them. So Facebook reminds me about them. And we will usually pick one the whole season. But on the other end of that, if I if people don't know that about me, they may be thinking, "Wow, she has fitted all in." And well, you she got is doing me. All the th- I'm see? thinking that, like, I'm judge- I'm judging you over here. I am, I'm like, and I'm just using what Facebook. What is she doing as a calendar assistant? Yeah, like so, like a post-it note, like a post-it note. Yeah, because I won't remember. So you're like, okay, I'm I've pinned these five, yes. and I need to talk to my kids tonight exactly. about pick one and what do you like to do? What do you? What's one thing you want to do the whole season? And I've pinned like fifty. So this is a lesson for all of us. Just you, because they're pinning the events doesn't mean they're going to all of them. Don't let FOMO trap you. Yes. Or your family. I love that. I love that. What about saying no? Just say no. Just say no. 
Um, Lisa Turkhurst, I, I love a quote that she has. This is what she says. Saying yes all the time won't make me Wonder Woman. It will make me a worn out woman. I'm not sure I could love that anymore. Talk about being crazy in your home. Yeah. When you're worn out, your patience is thin, you're screaming at your kids, you're not talking to your husband because you are exhausted from going all the time. Yeah. You got to say no. And I will tell you, this is not around Christmas, but I think it makes the point. Um, I have gotten into habits, which I think you can kind of pin in the same category as traditions. Because when traditions are no longer fun or meaningful, they're really habits. And so I have at times in my life gotten into habits where people in my family will look back at that picture of that moment and it looks like we're all having fun, but it's not a sweet memory. They look back at that and they're like, every year when we do that, mom gets crazy. Is that the kind of legacy and memory you want to have around whatever event that you're thinking is special and we have to keep doing? No. No. The pumpkin patch comes to mind to me. Oh, you had to go there. There was a moment in time when my kids <laughs> looked at me and was like, why? It's 900 it's degrees. so hot. And why are we here? And it was just that moment where I was like, I'm going to step away. This is the last year we're coming to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. And we've never been back. Yeah. And I see the pictures on Facebook and they're lovely, but yeah. I don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> don't well, miss it. Well, and that's so good. And we had to come to an understanding. My husband said, unless it's cool. It's got to be 65 degrees or less. We're not going to a pumpkin yeah. patch. Well, and my kids are older, so I can get yes. away with that more. Yes. I mean, they don't want to go anymore. Yeah. Some some of the kids, they want to do the hay rides. They want to do the face painting. Yes. My kids are like, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donation. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we're talking about being still in a busy world. Easier said than done because we are groomed in this country to be busy because busy equals success. And when the holidays come around, when busy seasons come around, we want to be a uh, soccer mom. We want to be Christmas extravaganza queen. We want to be pumpkin patch princess. We want to do all the things because that's what we're used to doing. And what we're challenging you to do today is really look at your family and tune in and say no to some things, to have a conversation with them. Why are we doing this? Do we even want to do, we even do it? Do we even want to do this Or anymore? is this mom just doing the P- tradition? Are we just pushing through? Yeah. And you might find that some things can change and it will be okay. Well, and, you know, when you we, – we, before the break, we talked about saying no. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we have found, Kim, and you and I have kind of talked about this – when we say no to a family or a birthday party or whatever, anytime mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. and we say no and we explain our why, 
you know, I haven't been home one night this week with my kids. And I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. that we can't make your birthday party. But Mm -hmm. it's super important for us to have some family time. Mm -hmm. What I have found is people actually learn from that. And they're like, oh, it's okay to say no. Yes. And they actually like respect it. Like even amongst you and you and me. Yes. When things haven't worked out with work or we haven't met a deadline and we've explained to one another I'm like, I'm so glad she chose this night with her family over doing work because mm-hmm. they needed this. Mm-hmm. And, and she's walking the talk. Yeah. You know? Well, no, saying no can empower someone else's no. Yes. And I will tell you, this happened to me just this morning. We do this really cool thing at our school. It's called, um, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's this ornament thing. And I did it the first year. I remember you telling me about yes, this. Yeah. And it was it's a cool thing. A lot of work. It's a cool tradition. But it's super cool. And so they're doing it again this year. And I looked at it and I was like, that was so cool. Such a cool tradition. But I'm going to say no because we've done it and it was special. It's a lot of work. But, it, it, you know, I'm going to allow for someone else to do it. We don't need to do it again. It's, it's, we don't have the time for it. And I was walking out of the school today and this mom was carrying her box of things that you need to do this. And she's like, where's your box? And I was like, you know what? We've got a lot going on this year. I think we just need time to do nothing. So I just decided to say no. And she stopped in her track. She's like, I could have said no. (laughs) (laughs) And we just busted out laughing. I was like, sister, if you are overextended, and she literally started tearing up. I was like, if you're overextended, if this does not bless you and your family or someone else, if God's not calling you into this space right now and you're busy, yes, you can say no. Your no can empower someone else to say no. What I have learned is learning to say no, it gives me more time to pour in to God and my family. Yes. And I hate to admit this, and I'm going to challenge you because I'm guilty of this. Yeah. I get these updates on my phone about how much an average I'm spending on my phone every day. Oh, yes. And I'm not joking. One time was five, almost six hours a day. Now, granted, I do a lot on my phone for work. I do and a lot of research and a lot of just contacting parents and stuff on social media that need help. And we, a lot of people Facebook message me, that kind of thing is what I'm trying to say. And so... Granted, but I will tell you, I also know I get super distracted. And then I'm over here checking on Twitter about what, who's saying what, what's going on now, right? And so I challenged myself one time to think about that five or six hours I was spending on social media when I got that screen time report. And I thought, gosh, do I spend that much time with God and my family combined in one day? Oh, it hurts. And I was really thinking about it. You know, um, on average, you know, 30 minutes a day in the word is what I strive for. Some days are an hour. Some days are none. You know, it's so I'm saying average 30, 30 minutes a day would be my goal. And then, you know, I've got an hour, hour and a half in the morning with my kids. They're gone all day. They get home late from activities. I have a couple hours in the evening. And when I added all that up, I was like, I'm spending more time on social media than I am with God and my family. Stings. It stung really bad. Yeah. Like, I literally went into a spiral of I'm the worst mom ever. I'm so bad. You know, so I challenge you, like, think about that. And I, you know, I love social media. It Mm -hmm. connects us with so many people. Mm -hmm. But it can also be a take away a lot of our time. Well, and I think if we realize the time sucks in our life, the time sucks in our life, it does, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When we realize those things, we can learn to set them apart from our priorities and make a space for them. You know, you still have to work. Maybe you still want to go on social media. 
But if we can set those aside and pour into the important things, um, I think that we will be so blessed by it, it will become a new habit. Yeah. A new space for us to exist. We'll see the blessing of saying no. Because when you first start saying no, it's hard. You go into that FOMO space again, like, oh, I shouldn't have said no. They look like they had so much fun. You know, it's really easy to go back into that space, even on social media. You step. I have had seasons where I have said, I'm going to put my phone down between these hours. Yeah. And pour into Evening my family. hours, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll come back, and there's like five million things that I've missed, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. It takes more work now. Yes, or I missed out on these things or these conversations that were happening. Well, and it looks differently for everybody. You've yeah. got to find the healthy balance that works yes. for you and your family. And to talk about it with your family as you're working through it. They will help you. It's key to getting this being still component down because you really do have to be intentional about being still because the world is so busy. Absolutely. In those still moments, too, I think you can discover some new things, some deepening understanding of what you're really doing, why you're really here, and in Christmas time, why you're really celebrating it. If there is no still quiet moments, you'll get caught up in all the wrong reasons for the holiday. You know, thinking about Christmas, I've had this thing that I've printed out, and I actually keep it in my recipe book. And I love it, love it, love it. The author is Sharon Janes, J-A-Y-N-E-S. And it's her book is Celebrating a Christ-Centered Christmas. Okay. And I just want to read you just a couple lines uh, of what it is. It's basically like the Christmas version of 1 Corinthians. Mm. And I love it. it. It starts out and it says, If I decorate my house perfectly with plaid bows, strands of twinkling lights, and shiny balls, but do not show love to my family... I'm just another decorator. It goes on to talk about if I slave away in the kitchen baking dozens of Christmas cookies, but don't show love to my family, I'm just another cook. If I work at a soup kitchen, carol in the nursing home, and give all that I have to charity, but do not show love to my family, it profits me nothing. One of of my favorite ones, I'm going to skip around because it's so long to read, but it says, love stops the cooking to hug the child. Love sets aside the decorating to kiss the spouse. I mean, this is just important, guys. That is so good. Because I, I read this at the beginning of every season, and I, I literally, I love it. Um, and it I think just it can re- apply to any part of the year. Really, it can. I really, we really need to do a non-Christmas version because it can be any time of the year, especially as perfectionists like me, you know, when mm-hmm. you're making the bed or mm-hmm. you got to have... Two loads of laundry started before you walk out the door. So nobody have a conversation with me until you know yes. like anything. Oh, that's me. Right? You have your four things that you have to do before you leave and no conversations until then. Like yeah. <laughs> all the things, right? And It's, it's so, so funny you say that I have my morning four that I do every morning. I know. You've told me about the morning four. I yeah. just can't get with it. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't have time for the Well, I can't four. talk to you about it because I'm doing it. <laughs> I just love the idea of... You know, all the things that we talk about, exercise, food, blah, 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 traditions. Are we learning how to incorporate stillness yeah. into our life? That's big. I think it's super big. I feel like it changes everything. Well, and if we're not doing it, we can't teach our kids to do it. It's like anything else. If we're not having a balance on social media, our kids aren't going to have a healthy balance on social media. Mm-hmm. So it's all the things. Um, oh, I just remembered the story that really pinpointed this for me okay. recently. Um, I am a planner. You know that. Um, we, My husband says we live and die by the planner. If it's not in there, it's not going to happen. And I've tried to kind of step away from that a little bit. I've been proud of you. You've been really Thank good you. about it. I've been trying. And recently one of my kids um, walked in the room and was like, what are we doing now? And I was like, I don't 
no. And we all started laughing because usually I'm like, well, now we got to do this. Now we got to do that. We're going here. We're doing this. You know, whatever. I always have like a plan or a segment of things because that's what we do or that's our tradition and we got to fill up the time. Now, recently, in recent months, we've really tried to um, not do that and see what happens and not have a plan. And I will tell you, it is like the angels are singing and celebrations are happening when we look on the planner and there's a day with nothing planned. Yeah, I call those breathe days. Yes. Everybody has to have breathe days. Yes. And as a family now, we look forward to those greatly. And they will still ask because they're used to me, what are we going to do? What's the plan? And I'll say, I don't know. I just don't know. And those have become the most precious days because we're still and we learn more about each other and ourselves. I find that we're outside. We're riding bikes. We, the other day we painted. Uh, we are doing projects. We're talking. We're just I know one around. day you called me and you were like, my little girl wanted me to come upstairs and camp with her. Yes. And we were doing like this pretend camping yes. scene. And you had the time because you had one of those days where you yes. weren't run by every moment of every day with your calendar. Exactly. I had the time to be still. And so... I think that's such a lesson that if we're always filling up, we feel the need to fill in and have a plan for everything, there won't be time to be still. Well, and I would say in the planning, ask your kids, ask your spouse, what do you guys want to do? What's important to you? Yeah, we have a day coming up. We haven't had a Saturday free in forever, and we were going to take a hike. And I was thinking, okay, we're going to have to get up early. Like, it's going to be a whole thing again, you know? And last night at dinner, I asked them, I'm like, does anybody want to go on a hike? And I had one kid that was like, I kind of do, but I don't want to get up early. And I'm like, I'm envisioning a day just at home. Yes. Like for a little while. Hot cocoa. And they were like, yes. So involve your kids in the planning process of what it means to be still. Couple of reminders. Reevaluate traditions. Do they still serve a significant purpose? Spend more time with God and your family than you do on social media each day. And find ways to be still and appreciate all that God has done for you and your family. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?